Y'all ready for this? You can't, you can't do that and then say that because the only thing that comes to my mind is yeah, ha ha ha, drop the sound man, you son of motherfucker. What the hell is that? With the lyrics, one, and then comes the two to the three and four. Then I rock the beat I have in store. You, you don't know that song, Brandon. Yeah, I know that song. Of course, I know that song. Funky, 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 funky hip hop. Brandon didn't know that song, ladies and gentlemen. I knew that song. I will say, I the 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 this episode I really enjoyed. Like I, but there's, there's a tidbit about this and I'll get, I'll get to it when we get there, but I really enjoyed this episode. A tidbit? A tidbit. The APD is at Walt's high school promising to find out who robbed the science lab, a parent, or maybe a teacher. I'm not sure. Since scholars at the meeting too, asked what happened to Hugo and Carmen says that he was fired. And there's a lot of uproar about whether or not the break-in happened during school and why there wasn't a background check performed on Hugo. And also how one parent is upset because Hugo was arrested in front of her daughter. Meanwhile, while all the this is going on, do, the parents were doing the absolute most. While this, they're all, they always do the absolute most. While all this is going on, Walter is feeling on Skylar's legs under the table. Sexily. No, I think he went a little bit further than that. I think he did too, but then he went back over the top. If he could have, he would have though. He's aroused by this whole kerfluffle. And Skylar looks at Walton initially the look on her face looks like, I know you ain't, but then she was like, I know you better not stop because she gets aroused too, but not like he is. He's that literally was, hard off how fooled everybody else is. Oh, is that why he's excited? Yeah. he Like, remember when he hit his first lick, he came home and and, and gave his wife the dick. the dick, like, like he, like he okay, literally I'm... came home. He literally came home and gave her the dick. The, the not only did he, not only did he give her the dick, he gave her the chaos sword of dick. Like <laughs> I thought they were trying to say it was the medicine. No, no, it, it's the it's the excitement of committing crime and getting away with it is oh. what's what's really exciting him. Like. Damn. And Walter is asked later on to tell everybody. Carmen asks him to tell everybody about the equipment that was taken. And he reads off the stuff that he took while we cut away to the two of them fucking in their ugly ass car right next to a cop car. And when they finish, Skyler wonders where that came from and why it felt so damn good. And Walter says, and I quote, it's because it was illegal. Yep. I, you know what? Because of this show, I actually considered an ass take at some point. You should not. You consider the what? Aztec, the kind of car he drives. That shit oh, is almost. As, that uh-huh. shit is almost as ugly as a Scion, which is almost as ugly as a Cube. All three are made for ugly people. Don't be like that, people. No, I, mean, I was, Aztec. I was, I was looking at a, I was looking at an orange Honda Pilot at one point too. That's also ugly. You're like four for four right now. You're disappointing me. No, the Honda Pilot is lit. That's I mean, not ugly. I mean, I drive, I drive a fucking Sentra. Like, it's not even that serious. <laughs> the Pontiac, I mean, the Honda Pilot is lit. This Aztec looks like a car off of Doug. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, 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 wait! 
Nickelodeon Doug, not Disney Doug. <laughs> nigga, yeah, nigga, when the Doug. when the pond when the Pontiac asset goes by, all I'm here now is with a killer tofu with some subwoofers in the back. <laughs> when, when they ring the door, but when they ring the when they honk the horn all year, it's oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it doesn't even make sounds when it's breaking down. All it does is. Why does everybody remember that from um, Doug? Because what, the sound to, effects. What, you know something? I just had no I had killer a, tofu. Because killer tofu is a, a shit. I had a conversation with someone where they were talking about you know the, the one of those black respectability politics niggas, um, and he was talking about like the fact that of the Little Mermaid being black and like we don't need we don't need um, black people to be in these white roles in order to just to have people to look like us because you know you can identify with a character if they have similar similar characteristics and I thought about it and I was like. I, I understand where you're going. I really think that it is needed, but I can say that the character that I connected to the most in my youth was Doug. <laughs> Left-handed. I had a unrequited uh love. Um, like it's just a lot of things, you know. My 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 best friend was very skeeter-like. Um, you know what I mean? Like there was a lot of things that connected me to Doug and I was just like, well, yeah, I didn't necessarily need Doug to be black, but I mean, the fact that Skeeter was helped. They sold Walter White's Aztec in real life for $1,500 at an auction. Which is one, which is $14,978 more than it's worth. Ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to. I'm gonna tell you something. Another thing that they said about this show, there is that the address that he has is the actual address of that house. And people come there all the time, show up all the time in attempts <laughs> to do a thing that happened in the show. Um, that I can't really speak on right now, but because uh, I don't want to spoil it. But some people used to come there all the time to try to do something that happened in the show, and it annoys the shit out of the people who owns the house. What's wrong with people? What's wrong with Walt? Is the house actually in New Mexico? Yes, the address is actually that is the actual address of that home. Welcome to Blood, Meth, and Tears. Oh my god! The 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 thing about it is Tuco is so memorable, despite not being around for a long time. That's the best way to do it. He is so memorable. Like you remember him, like no no matter what, through the whole rest of this shit, you remember Tuco. <sighs> oh, he's off his rocker. Yes, that's so. that's Brandon Nescar. I gotta sneak these things in right now. That's that's who, that's who we are. We are who we are. They are who they are. 
A black couple is viewing Jesse's house like the fucking bathtub didn't fall through the ceiling and the fucking floor is spongy as fuck. <laughs> like, the floor is spongy, my nigga. Like, ah, uh, it was spongy to the point of sogginess. And, and, and they were like, what's going on with this shit? And the woman was like, it's a fixer upper. Yeah, because the they 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 made like a rough patch over the ceiling part, but it they just kind of left it. I was wondering why if they went upstairs because if they went upstairs, I would have thought there was no bathtub. Don't know. It, it's it, no, it seems like that maybe they replaced it. That's a or a bathtub with a hole in it. Hopefully, they replaced the bathtub. Well, it, it hasn't been that long of a time. Well, they they had enough time off camera to patch the hole. Yeah, but this isn't like Walt's not in charge of this shit. This is Jesse. Do you think he bought a new bathtub? Walt didn't even know the shit was going on. He didn't fix the floor. Yeah, I don't think he did anything with the bathtub. I think the nigga's been taking a hooker bath. <laughs> At the hooker bath? Yeah, yes. Yeah, he wrenching off. He wrenching off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but uh, Walt comes up and asks the realtor where Jesse is. And then the realtor looks at Walt like, why you mention that motherfucker's name to me? I hate him already. Because he probably put her through the hardest work you're going to have to do. And she's like, he's in the RV. And Walt goes there, bullet hole still in the RV door. Still sitting right there as people walk up to the fucking house. And it shows character. Yeah, right. It shows bullet holes. And from the inside out, too. It's not like you poke those holes from the outside in. Those are literal. The blowout is on the outside. You can see that shit. Walt goes to see how Jesse is doing. And Jesse says uh, he's doing as good as Walt looks. Tells Walt that he looks kind of like Lex Luthor, which I got to say, not my Lex Luthor, because my nigga's black. Light-skinned, yes. You mean, the, you mean the cartoon? Yes. Yeah, that nigga was black. Also, also, Green Goblin and them. Black. Black. I wonder how white folks feel about that. Like, they got hella mad about people get, getting changed out, Like, like I didn't... You know, they, they, they were up in arms about certain things. So I wonder how they felt about Lex Luthor I, being black in that one. I watched someone um, uh, react to the Half-Blood Prince, and they didn't even notice that they switched out Lavender Brown. Had no fucking idea. Lavender and Hermione were black, period. 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 So, Walter... Right says that he went to visit Jesse in the hospital while he was knocked out. And Jesse's like, yeah, Skinny P told me. And he also told me that you asked for Tuco's address and that you seem pretty bowed about. No, I'm sorry. Let me say that correctly. <laughs> that you seem pretty routed, routed, and bowed about it about it. Who's that, Conan? Routed, routed, about about it? Master P. That's Master P. I know. I know who Master P is, but Conan said it. He did? You know Conan the Wrestler. Oh, the nigga with Moppy. You don't remember Conan? <laughs> I remember Moppy. I leave a lot. No, that was Saturn. That was Saturn who had Moppy. 
Conan used to Conan had a music video. He had rap songs. No, I don't remember shit that he nigga made Rey did. Mysterio though. take the, his mask off. He was in a group called the Filthy Animals. They used to rap. I I don't remember honestly. I don't remember a single thing that nigga did in wrestling. I, I, I remember he used I remember to. I remember he used to roll. He used to fight against Eddie Guerrero and Chris um, Benoit when they were in WCW. And I remember that the four of them, along with Chris Jericho um, and Dean Malenko, so the five of them jumped over to WWE and then got shitted on. And I remember they called Chris Benoit Vanilla Midget. But I don't remember shit that Conan never did. I remember uh, Saturn fucked up something, so they gave him Mafia and made him out like he was crazy. Yeah, I'm, I I actually remember that's all that in one. WWE. This is all later. Yes, yes. But I can't yeah. remember a single thing that Conan did. Yeah, Conan. I, re- I I remember Chris. Conan was or, also the first Max Moon back in the early nineties. Yes, yes. I read about that in one of my books, and I know that um, I know Eddie Guerrero without a shadow of a doubt. Love him dearly. I know Chris Jericho. You know Ray Mysterio, Gene Malenko, the the man of a thousand holds. He was, he was, you know. Yeah. Did you know Ray. Yokozuna was a whole ass Polynesian? Yeah, yes, he looks like he he never. They never said he wasn't. Yeah, he he always looked like. They trying, trying to make it seem like he was. Nigga, he's the Usos' no. father. No, he's not the Usos' father. Their uncle, R- Rikishi's the Usos' father. Right, that one. He's related. He's in the family. I like Rikishi before he started putting his ass in people's faces. He put his ass in people's faces from the gate. When no. he was you no, know, when he was keeping it real, Fatu in the middle of the nineties, he was supposed to be a positive influence on people from the inner. We don't talk about that. And and then when he first was Rikishi, he had one of the best. I every time I created my character in a wrestling game, I always used his um his original uh, signature move, the Rikishi driver. I fucking love that shit. Yeah, it it will knock. The one thing I liked about, well, I liked a lot of things about No Mercy, but my favorite thing was that you could do moves that would knock niggas the fuck out. (laughs) Well, the last thing I said about wrestling, Rashani, I was thinking about this the other day. You ever see something so racist that is funny? Saba Simba, Akeem, the the African dream. Yes. Um, Let me see. There's more. There's more. Nothing's funnier funnier than Akeem, the African dream. The white boy. That is the, <laughs> if you watched the video of when he became a king of African Dream. I don't have to watch the video. I watched it. No, there's a there's a there's a vignette specifically when he turned in from one man gang into a king. Slick is in like this alley, mm-hmm. and he's in this alley, and Mean Gene is like, "What are you taking me to this alley for? It's dangerous out here." And you and it's like fire in the background. It's like an alley in the middle of nowhere. And then you hear some music playing. You see these people dancing around. And then you see the one-man gang rise up. And Mean Gene's like, I know who that is. That's the one-man gang. And he comes out. And he's doing the jiving and stuff. And he's like, I'm not the one-man gang. My name is Akeem. Akeem, the African dream. Did anybody that. ever answer um, why Owen Hart was the lone white person in the Nation of Domination? For comedy. <laughs> Like it was just like that was the whole thing comedy, and they were supposed to build off it, but then the rock took off. Shout, shout out to D'Lo Brown. I, I tried to do that neck thing, and I fucked my neck up one day. I was like, "How the fuck does he do that?" 
the, the way he does it. I can't do it the way that he does it because I ain't fucking my neck up today. But Skinny Pete told uh, Jesse that Walt looked like he was out for blood. But since Walter's alive, obviously he wise up and Walter's like, nah, I ain't wise up. I went and saw that nigga. And just like, get the fuck out of my face. And Walter changed the subject and asked Jesse, why are you selling your house? And Jesse says, because I turned two people into raspberry slushies and flushed them down my toilet. That's a reason. Which also explains what happened to Crazy Eight. Yes, because they, because when Jesse got there, everything cleaned, was cleaned up. up. I thought they said that was his auntie's house. Uh, it was. His, his aunt was the original owner. Mm-hmm. Probably gave it to his parents. His parents looked rich. But, but and- when 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 uh, when Walt went there for the first time, he was like, "You're still listed in the system. This is your aunt's house, right?" He said, "No, it's mine." Mm-hmm. So it's hers, yeah. but she probably passed on. But he says he can't even take a proper dump in there anymore because he thinks the whole damn house is haunted at this juncture, and I can appreciate that. You don't want to be doing a power dump on the toilet and a snake fucking pops out the toilet. So why would you want a ghost popping out the toilet and tickling your booty hole while you're taking a shit? Toilet ghosts would probably be the worst. Moaning Myrtle would be the worst person to have in your bathroom. Yeah, she's soggy. But he's also shocked that not only did Walter go to see Tuco, but he brought back money. And Walt brings Jesse his 17.5, which is half of the 3,500 they got. And then gives him an extra fifteen thousand for pain and suffering. However, a nice guy. However, Jesse is super duper shocked that Walter made a deal with Tuco because Tuco is a grade A, born in the bread, no change in this nigga ass scumbag. And Walter thinks they can do business together, but Jesse's like, I, I don't think so, my guy. I, I don't, I don't, I don't think that'll work. Walter's only seeing the money and the work. And he's like two pounds of work a week, 35,000 a pound. But Jesse's seeing the streets. And he says, without ever talking to me, you told that insane ass clown, dead-eyed killer, that we would give him two pounds a week. And Walter says, just we'll just scale up our operation, up our hours. But Jesse's like, what about the pseudo? We need pseudo to make the meth. The meth ferry isn't going to bring it to him. Jesse's driving up to Las Cruces, which is 200 miles each way to meet up with the Smurfs to get the pseudo. And it takes him a week just to get enough for half of a pound. By the way, the Smurfs are the dudes that go to the drugstore to get the pseudo. There's Chunky Smurf and Giggly Smurf and Pockmark Smurf and Toothless Smurf. I don't think that landed the way you expected. I don't care. That's who they is. You'll see. Anyhow, that's the problem. That's the bottleneck in Walter's brilliant business plan. And if he'd asked Jesse, he would have known that. But he just went ahead and did it, thinking that he knew what was best. How the tables had turned. Well, Walter's learning the streets. Uh-huh. He didn't ask no questions, though. And then made the worst decision possible for what was going to happen next. Kind of like Jesse in that tub. Sometimes you got well, no, not 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 really. Yeah, because his decision did actually get them thousands of dollars. Okay, there was a little bit more of an upside. You're you're Jesse. new here, my nigga. <laughs> we'll circle back. Walter's doctor tells them this guy looks great, 
and asks Walter how he's doing. And Walter says he feels pretty great, and Skylar agrees, and then she starts oversharing like a motherfucker. Telling the doctor how frisky Walter is, and I mean sexually, Doc. I mean in the butt. Is that oversharing with the doctor? It's not that kind of a doctor. And the way Walter's looking at her is, yes, it's oversharing. Yeah, but she thought that meant that the medicine was working. So she was trying to be like, hey, Doc, Walter's fucking again. That means he must be doing better, right? He's just trying to get some, like, assurance that he's doing better. Yeah, she thinks the dick game means the chemo was working. But the doctor says, not so fast, my friend. It might just be the antiemetics that he's taking. And Skylar asks about alternative medicines like Eastern healing or holistic medication. And the doctor says, I can't speak on their efficacy. But anything that makes my patient feel better is fine by me as long as it doesn't interfere with his treatment. Somehow Skylar takes that to me that the doctor thinks it's all psychological and that he thinks it doesn't make any real difference. I don't know how she got there. I should really start. I should. I should. I am. I am. I'm going to download the fucking Deborah Cox song because how did you get here? I mean, because even as Deborah Cox, nobody's supposed to be here. Nobody's supposed to be here. Nobody's supposed to be here at that point where she's at. But you know, forget you. Even a placebo can affect somebody's health if they believe in it. I saw a scientific trial where they gave one group real medication, and they gave the other group a placebo, and the folks who got the placebo actually improved. How is Deborah Cox only 48 years old? I thought she was way older than that. I feel like that song was like 30 years ago. You you know what? Her her and Tamia are like the same age, my guy. I was about to say, um, what you call it? But no, uh, the song Weak, it was about Shantae Moore. I had them mixed up. Nobody's nobody's supposed to be here came out in 97, 98. It had to come out a long time ago. Came out in like 98, so yeah, like 30 years ago. Yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right. My heart says no more. 1998, yeah. So yeah. not quite 30 years. That's a year I graduated high school. So you I fell in love with Deborah Cox. No, 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 no. But the doctor says that a placebo can affect somebody's health if they believe in it, which is what he's calling the holistic treatment. But he's saying, you know, manage your expectations. Walter and Jesse go to the junkyard where Walter puts on some shades and a pork pie hat that she'll become very accustomed to. Very much so. Jesse puts on. Look, dope, man. He looked badass in that fucking hat. And yeah, okay. And then Jesse puts on some shades. And I mean, he feels like he does. He feels strong in that hat. You can tell. But Jesse puts on some shades and then shades Walter about his location choices because a junkyard is a non-drug dealer's idea of an ideal spot for a drug deal. Yes, that's a good point. It's very good. It's like, oh, I saw this in a movie. Ooh, look at me. And Walter's like, where do you do your deals at? Like he's going to show Jesse up and Jesse's like at Taco Cabeza. Half the deals I've ever done went down to Taco Cabeza because it's nice and public. It's open 24 hours and nobody ever gets shot or at the mall 
We wait at the gap. We go look at some khakis and then go to go get an orange Julius. And I just got to break in there and say the strawberry was the best. I've never had an orange Julius. I'm sorry. It was way less healthy than fucking Jamba Juice, but it's literally the spiritual uh, father to Jamba Juice. I've never had either. I don't even think they have those around here. Do they have those around here? I don't think so. Do they have Jamba Juice around everywhere? Yeah. I ain't never never seen one. You ain't looking for it, though. That's the thing. I guess. No one ever gets shot at Taco Cabeza. And that's the thing. Like, even now, one thing that um, I still think plays out well is what Jesse is saying, because when you set up a Craigslist deal or a Facebook marketplace deal or something like that, you ain't meeting up in no junkyard, nigga. You meeting up in front of a pizza hut. A Walmart. A McDonald's, exactly. Somewhere where there's going to be public people walking around you all the time. It works. And it skips the part where lunatic, psycho-ass Tuco comes and steals their drugs and leaves them bleeding to death. Tuco pulls up and Jesse's ribs start hurting just thinking about what's going to happen. And Walter tells Jesse that he can leave, but Jesse says, I ain't no pussy. Tuco and his guys get out the SUV and Tuco apologized to Jesse for beating him up, but you have to give respect to get it, which has nothing to do with why he beat Jesse up because he actually disrespected Jesse all over the place in that meeting. Anyways, Tuco asked Walter why the hell they're all the way out in the junkyard. Didn't they close? Did they close the mall or something? And Jesse looks over. Tuco tells Heisenberg to break it out, and Walter brings out a sandwich baggie of meth that weighs 0.53 pounds. Tuco says that he thought Walter was a player, and also that Walter had told him that he would have two pounds for him, and then you pull up with nothing. Tuco gives him 17.5, and then takes back $5,000 for wasting his time. And Walter tries to say something, but Tuco tells him that Walter and Jesse are doing business like a couple little bitches and walk away. And that should have been it. But Walter has the white man temerity, the Albuquerque audacity to tell Tuco that he wants to hold $70,000 for that scratch bag with 0.53 pounds of meth in it. Jesse looks absolutely shocked. And Tuco asks Walter what the hell he said. Walter tells him, I know you like our product. And I know you want more, so you should consider it as an investment. And Tuco says, look, you old bald motherfucker. 52.5 and a 25-point VIG. Walter doesn't know what a VIG is, which, which means he shouldn't do this fucking deal. Right. And Tuco looks at Jesse, who explains that a VIG is interest. Weekly. So that means every week. 25, a VIG of 25 means you are paying 25% interest every week. That's a whole. And that's a whole lot of interest. That's $65,625 with interest. That is $13,125 in interest alone every fucking week. Also, they owe him 1.875 pounds of meth. Nope. Tuco says, I want two pounds. 
by next Friday and no production problems. And that should be it, right? Nope. Walter says, can you handle four pounds? And Jesse literally lifted his sunglasses off of his eyes to stare at Walter. Like, what, nigga, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> he stared at Walter the way, <laughs> the way Scottie Pippen stared at that fucking <laughs> reporter who asked, where's future? Yes. I will never stop loving that uh, video. Tuco tells him to talk is talk, but owing Tuco money is bad. And then he dumps the money on the ground, throws another roll at a fucking truck for no reason, and dips out. Tuco's not going to be long in this game. He's too erratic to be a drug kingpin. He ain't no That's kingpin. He ain't no kingpin. He, he's a distributor. He ain't no kingpin. He knows kingpins. But he ain't no kingpin. He's not. He's above street level. Yeah. Yeah. He's not street level. He was above. He he was right there on the same level as Crazy 8, which was two levels above where Walter and Jesse are, if I recall correctly, or a level above where they are. Jesse just asked Walter, what the fuck did you just do? Because if two pounds wasn't bad enough, they're now in it for four. And that's two or three hundred boxes of sinus pills. And there aren't that many Smurfs in the world. Because Hobo Smurf is on vacation, you see. And and, and Home Invasion Smurf is in jail uh, for six months for failure to appear in court. Still not landing. Walter says they aren't going to need Smurfs (laughs) or Pseudo because he's going to make Finacetal... Phenylacetone, yeah, phenylacetone in a tube furnace. And they're going to use reductive amination to make meth. Four pounds of it. And now Jesse is looking at Walter the same way that Samuel L. Jackson was looking at Quentin Tarantino or looking at the wolf in a... Pulp Fiction. Shit, white man. Why don't you say that from the first place? Yeah, Mr. White. Yeah, science. Walter hands him a shopping list and tells him that... That's the meme. Yeah, science. Yeah, that's the meme. Walter hands him a shopping list and tells him that getting some of the items might be challenging. He explains everything, but Jesse can't even pronounce half the things on the list that he needs to get. This what, some fuck shit. This some fuck shit. And we found out how much of it is, is some fuck shit in a minute. But this was some fuck shit. That he sends him out to get it? He sends him out to get it. With his own money? To, to him, for him to use his own fucking money. And he doesn't give him any. Mm-hmm. He already gave him an extra 15K. He gave about? him an extra 15K because he got beat up. Okay. Well, he gave and him immediately, And immediately. Put him in a deeper fucking hole. Exactly. While he stays up. He got that extra 15. He only had to spend 11 on this, so he came out plus how four. You, how you know he only spent 11? Because he said it's almost all gone. He, he said, said he got 2,000 left. He said he only had 2,000 left. Yes, he, he said he, yes, he, no, he said I spent, this said, he said this cost me $11,000 is what he said. Where did he say that at? On the show, when he came back in. 
He said, I only got a couple thousand dollars left. He said, I only got two grand left. Yeah, he said it cost him 11000 He got given $32,000. Yeah, he blew that shit. Y'all think he spent all that on that stuff? That's not what they were saying on the show. That's what he had said. Well, that's the, that's the excuse he gave. He blamed all of that. And yeah, it probably didn't. But he blamed all of that on buying this shit. I'm sure he went out and spent it. The nigga's a meth addict. <laughs> I'm certain he went out and spent it. I'd be just wondering if he didn't. But he didn't say that. He said he spent it all on the shit. But before that, when he said he couldn't pronounce half the things on the list, he was planning on skipping town and moving to Oregon. And Walter grabs Jesse by the shoulders and tells him that today is the first day of the rest of his life. And Jesse looked at this nigga like he was growing horns. <laughs> Like what the fuck are you talking this about? Is, this is the this is the the manipulations. Mm-hmm. Like he manipulated that dude into doing what he wanted to do, just like he got him into all of this shit in the first place. But cheeks, there's a there's a there's another component to this that was changed at the last minute that we will get to in a, in in a minute. And Walter asked him. Is it your first day of living in fear? And just says he doesn't know. So Walter gives him the list and says, we need everything on this and only you can get it all. It's a Pokemon mission. Got to catch them all. The baby shower's popping off and Marie is wearing a prom dress and is recording a video for the baby. Huh? She looks so ridiculous. Doing the most. And she thinks she going to name their fucking baby? She calls the baby Esmeralda because she's the worst. So why not choose one of the worst names in the world? Because this ain't the hunchback in Notre Dame, Marie. This is a child's life you sh- you, you you touring with. So shame on you for that shit. Anyways, she's doing the most. And Skylar tells the video that the baby's name is Holly. And that right after the baby shower, she and Hank are going to drop Marie off at the insane asylum. Isn't that right, Hank? And Hank's like, yeah. Then I went ahead and I married Shania Twain. Again, with the fucking Shania Twain. Yeah, that don't impress me much. He's really into Shania Twain. He's into getting a tuggy. Walter walks in and Marie literally commands this nigga to speak like he's a dog or something. Walter says he's very proud of Holly and he thinks about her all the time. And everybody goes, oh. And wherever she goes and whatever she does, there's a place, there's a place of people that love you everywhere you go, everything you do. That's a sitcom from the 90s. Yes. When you're lost out there and you're all alone, someone is waiting to carry you home everywhere you look. Said everywhere you look. Why don't they do theme songs? Because it takes up it takes up too much time. It does. And that was found that was a uh uh what's the one with the two twins? Michelle, the Tanners. Family ties? No. Full house. Full house, thank you. From nineteen fifty to two thousand they had theme songs and then they just stopped. Yeah, because yeah. they take too long. It take it takes too long, and you you got you got a show to make. 
plus, plus Breaking yeah, Bad yeah. shit is like real short. Yeah, but it's perfect. Why? Wow, it sounds like some cowboy shit. It's perfect. No, perfect is Succession's theme song. No, why the wire is perfect. No. Don't tell Scar that. The baby shower continues with a gift from Marie and Hank, and they got her a white gold tiara with a ton of zircons. You didn't hear that. And Skylar says it had to have been expensive and they didn't need to do so, and that is sparkly. It's shiny. I thought it was real. No, she said out out the gate. Marie said this is a bunch of zircons. Oh. Hank and Walter in in the back. In real life, they, they are more close in price than the DeBeers Corporation would lead you to believe. Hank and Walter in the back drinking whiskey and Hank pulls out some cigars. And then he's like, oh, I shouldn't have pulled these out in front of you because, you know, the whole cancer. And Walter is like, I already got it, my nigga. I can't get it twice. Also, the cigars are Cuban, which makes them illegal to have in the States. Hank, who's a fucking federal agent, doesn't give a fuck. Walter calls it out, but Hank says sometimes forbidden fruit tastes of Walter calls him out, but Hank says sometimes forbidden fruit tastes the sweetest. And Walter's like, you know, it's funny how we draw that line between what's legal and what's illegal. Like if they were drinking alcohol in the 1930s, they'll be breaking the law. But in the 40s, it was okay. And who knows what will be legal next year? You mean like pot? Hank asks, because he knows about Walter in the pot. And Walt's like, yeah, pot, whatever. And Hank says, what about cocaine and heroin? And Walter's like, it's all legal. It's all arbitrary. And Hank says it sounds that, that Walter sounds like the guys in lockup. It's all legal where Jesse wanted to go. It's legal now. Where Jesse wanted to go. It didn't even take Willie Nelson. Hank tells Walter how meth used to be legal and was sold over every counter in every pharmacy in America. Really? But thank God they canceled their senses on that one. Is that true? Yeah, yeah amphetamine. They used to sell meth over the counter? It wasn't the same meth. It wasn't crystal meth, but yeah. That's why they still hunt down pseudo. I don't know that. And that's the reason why you can't get anything that got pseudo in it off yeah. the counter. You got to sign for it. Mm-hmm. And all that's yeah. just behind a Walmart glass, along with stuff for black hair care. Because them niggas be stealing. Y'all, y'all got glass with your black hair, hair care? Yeah. They don't trust y'all. I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I ain't got no such issue. Yeah, I don't see that here. No. Nah. In Baltimore, though, when I went home, everything was behind the glass. Exactly. <laughs> no, not black hair care. Everything was behind the glass. <laughs> the entire store was behind the goddamn glass. I remember when uh, Toys R Us used to have all their fucking video games behind a counter at the very front of the store that was behind glass. And you had to bring up a paper slip and hand it to them niggas. And they go on the back and find your fucking game. And it felt Mm -hmm. so exciting because I was like eight years old and shit. Mm -hmm. They never got robbed. Meanwhile, GameStop. 
GameStop, when you work there, they treat you like a fucking criminal. Like you basically got to get a pat down every time you leave the store. Yeah, because it's it's like you're hiring a bunch of GameStop is the equivalent of Nino Brown hiring Pookie to work in the drugstore on New Jack City. True. You're hiring a, them niggas ain't coming there because they like accounting. They're coming there because they're fans of video games. Why the fuck would I let you be in front of, in front of a bunch of video games? Especially used ones that you could fucking open up and take the, the, the game out the case at any given moment. Fuck you. Fuck you. You know, niggas used to come into Hollywood video and they found out that we didn't have cameras in our bathroom area because it was a bathroom area. And we also didn't have sensors that led to the bathroom area. But we had the games in the cases on the shelf. So niggas would go in there into the bathroom and put the game into a blank CD case and we'll put the blank CD into the game case and dip out. They'd also drink like five or six sodas because our sodas were stored back there next to the bathroom. And that's why we closed down. That's why Hollywood Video went out of business. Every place they went, they were doing dumb shit. Did you know you could get a bidet attachment to your toilet? Yeah, I have one. You have one? Yeah. I hear, is it good? I hear it's good. Yeah, it feels great. The only thing is you got to keep a towel in the bathroom. Otherwise, if you try and wipe with paper, it's just going to stick to your butt. I had no idea. This is like monumental to me. Yeah, no, I have one. Does hot water, does cold water, it's pretty dope. <laughs> I need this in my life. But Skylar is going into overdrive thinking about the tiara that Marie got Holly. And she thinks she's going to return it because they need a diaper genie more than they need a $500 baby tiara. And she's right because diaper genies is a fucking godsend. She immediately says, I'm sending this shit back. Well, what's nigga, they didn't. How the fuck did they get a diaper genie? The diaper genie is a scented fucking trash can that encloses oh all the diapers and then ties them off inside of the scented fucking trash bag, so that you don't smell baby shit all over your fucking house. It's a fucking godsend. Absolutely. I don't know what people think about newborns or not newborns. But like, by the time babies get to be like one. One and a half, maybe even six months old. Shit stinks, and nah. you just got it nah, sitting there. Nah, it's when they when they switch to that formula, dog. The, that high formula, energy. That formula does is, is is that formula is completely different than that breast milk. When they're on that breast milk, you are perfectly fine to change that diaper, and everything is good. The moment they switch to that formula, it's like what the. F- fuck is this? The moment they get on that formula, it's like watch these rat niggas get all up in your guts. It's just, it's it's bad in there. And it's up the back. And the other one that sucks is that first solid shit. Yes. Mm. Baby, or diaper genie. It's great. And I'm shocked that nobody Until, bought them one. Because before before, before the first solid one, it kind of looks like um, it kind of looks like uh, pieces of venom. It's, it's like it looks like black goo. What was it you've been telling me that didn't land? 
No, I'm saying that's what it looked like to me. No, that's what it looked like to me. That wasn't a joke. It was both, right? That didn't land and womp womp? Okay, cool. No. I'm saying that was that he was reality you, for me. That was reality for me. That wasn't no. I wasn't trying to tell a joke. That shit looked like venom. You he you doing you. it again? Womp womp. That's not a fucking joke. Walter tells Skylar that he's gonna go out to a sweat lodge to try some holistic medicine, and that he would be gone all weekend. Then he praises Jesse for finding the supplies. He's like, "You did a great job, buddy. You did a wait, wait. Where's the meth?" Where, where's the methylamine? And just like I couldn't find it because it's locked down tight. And I know some pros that'll steal it, but they need $10,000. And Walter's like, give them the loot. Give them the loot. Like, what are we waiting on? I know you got it. Like, what? He doesn't say anything about his money. He literally says, I know you got it. Nigga, like, what are we waiting on? It's not tricking if you got it. And Jesse's like, I had it, but I already spent almost all my money. How the fuck do you spend thirty-two-five in the span of two days? Two days, my nigga. Baby shower happened. They went back. That's two days. Baby shower next day. He comes back through. Because he gives him the list and says he can't do it because he's going to the baby shower, right? So really, one day. How do you spend $32,000? I wish I could be rich for like just, I want to be rich. I want to be rich. Just so I can see what it feels like to spend $32,000 without twitching. Because my nigga, I went to a Mexican food restaurant today and I ordered something that cost $18. And I was like... Can I get extra tortillas? <laughs> 32,000 in two days. I just think Brewster's Millions was bullshit. I don't know anymore. 32,000 in two days. And there's people who probably do this shit. On that, it ain't tricking if you got it type shit. You know what? I'll take that back. I'm sitting here talking about spending $32,000 in two days. Like, motherfuckers ain't out here spending like $50,000 on a goddamn wedding. What the fuck is wrong with y'all? Brandon, when you got married, how much you spend? I don't want to tell you. Exactly. Too much. Exactly. My wife and I. My choice. My way. wife and I jumped the broom like a motherfucker. Was not my choice. Just to the peace. Scar, initially, was... how much did you spend on your wedding? A couple hundred, maybe four something. Okay. Total? I, I did I did a small I did we did a small actual ceremony and then we threw a pretty large a pretty big party afterwards in the backyard of somebody's house no we we rented a we rented a place and it only cost 400 dollars i don't think you remember well because i had because it because it was like one of those like american legion type joints and then like my cousin my cousin made the food like you know what i mean like you know i mean it wasn't it wasn't a whole lot of money at all Mm. we had a great time I'm sure you did, but still. For the for and because it also keep in mind that we got married on a Wednesday. You had it going up on a Wednesday? Uh-huh. The day was important. 
I didn't want to change my anniversary day. So I got married on my anniversary day. For you, it was the most important day of your life. For me, it was, it a was Wednesday. Wednesday. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So so the, the day matters. So like it was a Wednesday. And like I think I think the most that we spent was the DJ. But it was well worth it. He can get it started. Everybody's ready to party all night. So, Walter asked if the thieves told Jesse where they'd be stealing the uh, methylamine from. And Jesse's like, yeah, it's a chemical place on the edge of town with guards and security cameras and steel doors. And Walter grabs a fucking Etch-A-Sketch and says they're going to steal it themselves. And Jesse asks how they're going to do that. And Walter says, with the Etch-A-Sketch. And there's stuff inside of the Etch-A-Sketch called Thermite that'll cut through a lock. Why the fuck would you put Thermite inside of an Etch-A-Sketch? Because everybody's not a chemist. It's Thermite. You, you don't need to be do, a chemist with Thermite. You do realize that he actually used the he he took all of the stuff out of the etch sketch and he actually used the red phosphorus canister that they used to make meth to mix with the stuff that came out of that right. But they already have the makings of thermite. If you mix it with red phosphorus, it two two things. I'm I'm not saying like why would you be so irresponsible to no, why would you be so irresponsible to make something that the well, only thing so the same has, way, the same way that they use sinus medicine to make to to get the pseudo mm-hmm. you can use an etch a sketch to get half of what you need to make a thermite bomb that's what I'm saying that I don't think that the I I mean I don't know how much the science is good on that one but like. You, I mean, you can make bombs out of a lot of household a, shit. Yeah, like you can get, you can make the fucking Oklahoma City bomber used fucking um, uh, a certain kind of uh, fertilizer for the majority of his bomb. That is true. White folks are very inventive. Yeah, and then, but the the red phosphorus is the part that you got to make sure that you got, and the the only place where that's even readily available is in flares but if you buy enough flares that's gonna send a fucking flare out to somebody to feel like why are you buying all these fucking flares dog so yeah but he did he did actually I, I noticed that he didn't say anything but he but he had that 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 canister with the red phosphorus on it that he mixed it with the stuff that came out of the edge of sketch well walter tells jesse about how one bag of thermite would melt four inches of solid steel that's whew. skylar goes to the store to return to tiara and almost gets arrested because marie is the worst and she goes full on Karen to get the fuck out of there. She overreacts, says she's going into labor. Like, I can't breathe and I'm going into labor. And they let her go. And she calls Marie and says she needs to talk to her. Walter and Jesse break into the lab. And initially, there's a security guard, but they catch him slipping, going to a porta potty. And they tie a rope around the outside of it so he can't open the door. He got fired like a motherfucker. I'm slipping. I'm falling. I can't get up. You know, I heard the version of that that cusses. 
I don't know. Like I heard the part, the one where it cusses four years after the original one came out. And so I was like, it hits, but it doesn't hit as well as the clean version, which is the first time I've ever said that about a fucking rap song. You know what I'm saying? Like, did y'all have that experience? Yeah, that's the same thing with Back That Thing Up. No. Yeah, because Back That Ass Up doesn't have the uh, the 99 to the 2000. It don't have that. And it don't have the end part with Lil Wayne. But you didn't know that. I thought it did. No, Back That Thing Up has that. Back That Ass Up doesn't have... It just it just does the it just does the like the beginning part, but it doesn't have nine no, nine first, to the two thousand. The, the first version of it did not. They they end up retroactively fixing that though. Mm-hmm. Look at me giving you some music trivia. <laughs> well, my scar tip. I see. I'm a, I'm I'm impressed. I mean it. That's dope. I still think, oh, fuck, what song was I listening to where I was like, I need to tell these niggas that this song should have been on the Beats playlist, like the best Beats of all time. I'm mad at myself now that I don't forgot what the fuck it was. But it was like such a fucking fantastic beat, and it was something that was made for a single in the whole nine yards. Disappointed in myself now. Anyhow, um... They spark the thermite and it works perfectly, but the alarm goes off. Uh, there's no bottles of methylamine, so they grab a, bo- a barrel of the stuff and carry it out. But the RV breaks down when they get back to Jesse's house, so they can't drive out. So they cook it up in Jesse's basement. But the real estate agent is literally setting up for a huge open house at Jesse's moment or Jesse's house at that very moment. And her phone's in the car. So when Walt tells Jesse, hey, you should call your real estate agent and tell her, don't come over here today. It don't work. Jesse doesn't reach her, obviously, but they go ahead with making the phenylacetone with the phenylacetone anyway. With that methylamine that they stole, they'll be able to make meth for the foreseeable future, which Jesse asks how long that will be in his condition. You know, the cancer. And how much money Walter will need. Walter just says more. And then they look out the window and see the people walking up. What's that mean, Kobe Bryant? What, more? Oh, yeah. I say it to y'all all the time. But then they look out the window and see the people walking up. And a little girl is about to walk into the basement when Walter in full meth gear stops her and basically tells her to keep it a secret. And you know she actually does it? I would have thought she would have been like, Mommy, there's a guy in the basement, and he told me to not tell you, so I'm telling. Walter tells Jesse that he doesn't care how he does it, but to get those people to fuck out the house. And Marie's at another store, and she would she she's stealing something else, so she would have stolen them earrings if Skylar didn't pull up and tell her that she couldn't duck her forever. She tells Marie about how she got accused of shoplifting at Zachary's. And Marie's like, why are you at Zachary's? 
clearly trying to flip the script on her. Skylar asks Marie what's wrong with her and why she would do such a thing, and Marie shrugs at her. And Skylar asks if that means that she has no idea why she does it. And Marie's like, no, the shrug means that I have no idea what in the hell you're even talking about. Worse. Skylar's so flabbergasted that Marie isn't going to admit to shoplifting. And Marie tells her that I can't admit to something when I have no knowledge of what I'm admitting to. And she shrugs again. Skylar sighs and walks out. I would have punched her in her fucking face. If I'm her sister, let's make that clear. If I'm her sister and she's looking me dead in my eye and lying to me after everything I've just been through, after being embarrassed and all that kind of stuff, I'm going to punch her in the fucking face. Fine. Y'all can be quiet about that. I don't care. People getting punched in the face every day, B. I see you. A woman is walking around Jesse's house sniffing, and the realtor thinks somebody farted, so she sprays some spray. Y'all ever hear Bobby, Jimmy, and the Critters? I know Brandon hasn't. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so Bobby, Jimmy, and the Critters was a guy, a black man, who after Weird Al Yankovic came out, Bobby, Jimmy started doing songs, started doing parody songs. And one of the parody songs he did was Somebody Farted, which, of course, was a parody of Let's Get It Started. And he did other songs as well. Like, they're all black songs. Um, but, yeah, I always thought he was pretty dope. He did uh, Prankster Prankster instead of Gangster Gangster. Um, he did Hair or Weave, which was a playoff of um, Him or Me. You got gel uh, and weave, gel and weave. Yeah, that's where they got it from. He did yeah, um, roaches. roaches instead of rumors. I remember roaches, but like it's just—I mean, it's just great value. Word out, word out. Yeah, but he was black, and he was actually a radio uh, announcer. But yeah, I can't believe y'all haven't heard somebody farted. <sighs> Jesse's idea of keeping people from seeing the basement is by punking the potential buyers out and telling them all that the house isn't for sale. So get the fuck out, yo. I'm Skylar White, yo. Walter White's wife, yo. Walter comes home after a long weekend of cooking and Skylar brings him some orange juice and that's how it was. And she asked him if it was an experience and he's like, it definitely was. She kisses him and asks him what the smell is all over him. And he says, sacred Navajo herbs, not meth, herbs. He asks her if everything's okay. And she says, no, not at all. And she tells him about Marie. And I'm curious to know why she doesn't tell Hank so he can arrest her. Marie refuses to admit it or apologize. And she doesn't know what to do. Skylar doesn't know what to do. Walter says that people sometimes do things for their families, and Skylar looks at him and says, it must have been some sweat lodge that you were at. Like, how does shoplifting help your family? And he looks at her and asks her, what would you do if it were me? Would you, divor would you divorce me or would you turn me into the police? And she tells him straight up, you don't want to find out. Then she kisses him and goes to make something to eat. Walter brings Tuco to meth, 
But Tico asked why it's blue, and Walter said they use a different chemical process, but it's just as pure. Jesse says it may be blue, but it's the bomb. And Tuco tries it and agrees. It's it's tight, tight, tight. I thought he was fucking with him. Nah. That blue meth. I thought that was a trick. Nope. That's actually going to become their standard going forward. Yep. Actually, in uh, Grand Theft Auto Online, the, the meth is blue. I don't even know why they got fucking meth in the fucking game, but okay. Because it, because in Grand Theft Auto Online, you make actually real drugs. Like you can have a coke business, a meth business, a weed business, and an asset business. I'm shocked white people and Republicans haven't gotten that shut down yet. Tuco tries it and agrees, and he says it doesn't matter if it's blue, yellow, or pink. Just keep bringing them that. Tuco says they're going to make a lot of money together. And one of the two guys who came with Tuco tells Walter and Jesse to just remember who you're working for. And Tuco's like, why'd you say that? Do you think they're stupid? And the guy says, no. And Tuco says, well, you must think I'm stupid. And the guy says, no. Really, Tuco reminds me of Joe Pesci from Goodfellas. Yep. He's unhinged. Like Joe Pesci from Goodfellas. And this was his, oh, I'm a clown. I amuse you. Except Tuco's fucking serious. And I don't think Tuco would have went any further than that, except for the fact that this guy is speaking for Tuco, which Tuco doesn't appreciate because Tuco's the boss and he needs everybody to know it. And then Walter speaks up on behalf of the guy, which is the same fucking thing. And Tuco's already not the calmest guy when he's not on meth. Right. So when he's on meth, shit progresses quickly. And when Walter tells him to calm down, Tuco says, Orale Holmes, I'm relaxed. And then he turns around and beats the dog water out of the dude and shows Walter and Jesse his bloody knuckles. He tells Heisenberg that he'll see him next week and walks away as Gonzo picks up the bloody body and drags it away. That was and, a kind of dull ending to a season. Is it, though? And who's going to save my track. soul plays from CeeLo Green? Right. And Walter and Jesse right. look stunned for a moment, and then they leave as CeeLo asks, who's going to save my soul now? And yes, the writer's strike is a reason why it got cut off like that. So the first half of season two is really the end of season one? Kind of. Yeah, like they did in the flash. I mean, this this it it. I mean, it literally the next season picks up right here. But uh, the the thing that I that I've been wanting to say and I couldn't say and I had to wait for this part that was supposed to be Jesse. Jesse yeah, Jesse was, was supposed to die. Jesse was the one that was supposed to die to to kind of show Walter like how how far his choices. Could carry. Take, could could carry something. So Jesse was supposed to die. Uh, Jesse was supposed to be the one that died, and but they liked their impulse, so they kept them. I found the song. I found the song. By the way, the end. I found the song that should have been on that list, and I'm gonna play this. And like I said, it covers it. It, it all the bases. It's a single. The beat was hard as fuck. The song was a classic, and I really do think that they fucked up because this beat should have been in the top five, okay? 
Mm-hmm. I'm saying all that right now. Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Let me make sure my volume's up. Okay, it's up. Don't this shit make a nigga wanna Don't this shit make a nigga wanna Don't this shit make a nigga wanna They already have Buster Rhymes in This is actually Buffy Don't this shit make a nigga wanna 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 How much Neptunes did you want on this list though? You can't tell me this song isn't at least top 10 beats no, top, top 10, 10. I, don't, no. I don't i don't we can go back and look at that list again i i think i think i think 20 to 30 ish somewhere around there i could see it's not top 10 uh, hold up like jesse's the dude from westworld yes he, he, holy he played, shit he i didn't know season. that he played in the latest seasons of westworld yes okay sorry i just got blown away Can't believe y'all don't believe that that song should be in the top ten. That's definitely not, it's not top ten. It's, it's not top ten, and and like I mean, the Neptunes has much better stuff that could have been top ten. Yeah, like when the last time? Nah, I mean, that's not even a single. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. When the last that's time? That's the one that had the. That's the one that had the like in the beginning. Top down, chrome spinning. That, that, that shit makes you want a Harlem Shake. That's the, the best. That's, the, that's their best. To me, that's the Neptune's best beat. I think it's called "When the Last Time." Yeah, oh. Niggas and bitches. Okay, I'll give you that. See, that's just fire. <laughs> I'll give that's you what that. I'm and Neptune's got so much better shit than Pascavasie. That was a dope. It's a dope beat though. But like, if you, if you, I mean, Neptune's could basically fill out that top fifty by themselves if you really wanted to go there. I love that. Scar, you got anything? No, not new dog. Brandon, you got anything? Nope. 916-633-1537. Return to Oswald at gmail.com. Blood, oh, meth, and tears at gmail.com. I do got something. I'm sorry. Go listen to my season finale podcast on Succession. We had my man Rich Fan on. We had a great time. That's Go what's listen up. to it. That's what's oh, up. It's called Weaver's Privilege. Sorry, I had to I had to promote that. Yeah, okay. Um, you can leave a review on Spotify. It takes thirteen seconds. Uh, you can also leave a review on Podchaser. Copy and paste that into the Apple Podcast app, and copy and paste that into the Good Pods app. Scar's on Twitter at Scarfinger. Brandon's on Twitter at that cool black nerd. Black is spelled B-L-K. I'm on Twitter at Ratchet Book Club, and the show's on Twitter at RTO Podcast. Um, the link tree for the show is linktree backslash uh, B-M-A-T pod. Um, and you can donate to the show at patreon.com. Uh, 
You can also donate to the show on buymeacoffee.com slash sscast. Scar. Huh? Oh, I'm sorry. I got. I just got an email. There's something that I bought with ship. Uh, is it? Uh, uh, you can buy us a drink. <laughs> you can buy us a drink. And you can also donate to the show on the Good Pods app. You can leave a tip in the tip jar. And then, and then just a tip. Just a tip. Yep, yep, yep. You got it. Yeah. Try to send that next part. Thank you all so much for listening. Well, I, but you know what? I should be on strike because my beloved internet bestie, who I mm-hmm. love so much, mm-hmm. decided it was the great, it was a great fucking idea to put his beloved internet bestie on blast for not liking the wire on fucking Twitter. Did anybody get at you about it? No. Did anybody fucking care? You thought no. it was you you put it out there. Nigga, do you like the wire? No. No. <laughs> no. So what what the fuck's the problem? No, I like the wire. I don't love the wire. What the fuck's the problem? Like what? What are we talking about here? But you, but you, 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 you came at me, bro. Do you like the wire? No. You trying to make it seem like we haven't done the wire because of me? It is because of we you. Have, we have been doing the wire right the fuck now. You said you quit. We, we haven't done the wire because you said you we would found quit better if stuff we, to watch. You said you would we found quit better if stuff we to watch. Are you talking over me while I'm telling you what I'm saying? No, we we found better stuff to watch. That's my no. answer. That's what you believe. You're like Walter White right now. Really? Mm-hmm. You think you think you think I'm like Walter? Right now, yes. Because I know what happened. I love that shit, dog. I love that shit, dog. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Because I know why. And it wasn't that. It was literally you. Fine. Thank y'all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Y'all be good. We're going to holler at you later. Peace. Peace out. Simulcast. Don't know by now that you slipped.